All right, guys, welcome back into another PGA DFS video. This we've got the Corrales Putacana Resort and Club Championship. Okay, it's a long tournament name, but in case you guys don't remember, this was an event uh, pretty much a year and six months ago. It took place. That's the last time we saw this one, but it was a secondary event back then. It was an event that 9 to 5 really dominated. We actually had a 9 to 5 member go ahead and take down a GPP at this event over a year and a half ago now, but the unfortunate side of it, it was a secondary event, so like the DraftKings contest sizes weren't that big, but this week we do have them pretty big, so I'm pretty excited because we knew that we were looking at the right stats you know, when we last saw this event. So technically speaking, it should be one that we can go on an attack and have a successful week. Now, yes, these ones can be a little bit tricky because it's not a higher caliber of field, but this is typically nine to five specialty. You know, more times than that, we're going to go off and we're going to have a good week at these ones because we dig down, we find out which plays are going to be good. And there are some really good standout plays. Um, it's kind of nice too, because coming off of a great U.S. Open, I said in the last week's video that the U.S. Open is pretty much the easiest major for nine to five and we saw that come true we'll do that quick recap so here we go so as you guys can see xander hatton Berger, webb english were the core plays last week so uh besides hatton pretty darn solid three of the players finished inside the top 10 that was great uh casey has a high exposure play was a really big sweat but he ended up coming through with the top 20 finish ron played fine top 25 finish the deck he kind of choked at the end but top 25 finish and then brian Harmon. okay our core value play, well, high exposure value play, but it was our number one value play last week. Came through, made the cut. He was just too cheap. It was too easy to predict that. And then the only other, you know, player in the core, high exposure and mid exposure that missed the cut was Matthew Fitzpatrick. Everyone else did really well. Obviously, Ustazen pushed for a lead for a little bit. Uh, Hovland and Zach Johnson both did very well. Uh, Brennan Todd kind of choked at the end there, but it was a really successful U.S. Open, as you guys can see there. You know, 16 or 14 out of the 16 top plays that we mentioned made the cut and had a good week. That's over 88% across the cut line there. That is phenomenal. So hope you guys had a good week uh, with the U.S. Open. It was unfortunate that I didn't have any of Bryson, but super cool to see him win. The guy kind of did his own thing, got bashed for it by a lot of people that really shouldn't have been bashing him, and he came through and won. Super cool to see. I will say a couple of months back and then, about a month ago as well, we did mention Bryson as a great U.S. Open pick. I did see someone send a screenshot uh, that they actually took that advice and won an outright bet with him uh, by placing it a couple of weeks ago, or a couple of months ago. So that was super cool to see. Uh, but let's get into the event this week. So we'll uh, look at the key stats. So key stats, total driving. We're going to be looking at that. This is kind of just a driver's paradise. Okay, guys. So it's kind of a longer course as well. So driving distance will be somewhat of a stat that we'll look at. But we're going to be looking at strokes gain, tee to green. Birdie your better percentage. That's Bob right there, in case you guys didn't know. And we're going to be looking at par five scoring. There are four par fives, and whenever there are four par fives, I typically do like to look at that. So that's what we're going to be looking at. You can also look at, you know, as always, ball striking and uh, total putting. Looking at course history, um, course history for me this week will be course history from the last two years that we saw us, but we do have some recent similar courses we can go off of. There's the Bermuda. Uh, the Puerto Rico Open, and the Mayacoba Golf Classic. So I will be looking at those courses as well when I'm giving, you know, the course history. Comp course history is kind of the theme this week. And then getting into recent form. So Will Zeltoris, you know, he played really well at the U.S. Open. Um, not really much to say about it. He's been tearing up on the Corn Ferry Tour, just been dominant on there. So it's not surprising that DraftKings went out and decided to price him as the highest priced player this week. I was happy to see that he wasn't over 11K, though. That would have been kind of hard to do this week. We also have Emiliano Grillo, been making a ton of cuts. Thomas Dietrich was a guy that we got on later on in the week. He ended up making the cut and kind of pushing for 
a top 10. He ended up choking, got a top 25, I believe it was. And then Patrick Rogers has just been a cut maker, uh, been making a ton of cuts. And that's kind of what you want to look for. You want to look for those guys that are kind of quietly checking all the boxes this week. So let's get into the picks for this week. All right, guys. So, you know, starting off, you can go on the high end with him. I think he's going to be very popular. Now, yes, he doesn't have any recent history because of the fact that it's a new season. Uh, they didn't have him out there for the U.S. Open, and all of his other starts have been Corn Ferry Tour starts. So they're not going to have any course data on him. You know, I don't think we have to go out of our way to pay up for him, but if you guys want to do that, you certainly can. Uh, it's going to be up to you guys, though. After that, Sam Burns is a play that really stands out to me. Um, sure, he, the recent form isn't the best, but when we see it in his upside, it has been phenomenal. He is the second best staff hit in the field this week. He's a top five in my model. And, you know, he played this event last year and had a top 12 finish. So I do like him as a play. It's a little bit risky. That's kind of the theme of this week, though, is there's going to be some more risky plays this week than we typically would like to play. And then Thomas Dietrich, I do not mind him. He was coming off of a great Euro Tour kind of recent form there on the Euro Tour side of it, but he came up over to the U.S. Open and played well. Um, you do kind of worry about some of these guys that are coming from playing the U.S. Open to playing this course. Now they should be able to go on the score, but you kind of do wonder about like the mental drag of playing the U.S. Open for those guys that made the cut. It was kind of a grind for a lot of those guys, so that would pretty much be the only worry. Um, Christopher Ventura, a guy that almost took down, uh, what was it? They don't have it up here, the Safeway Open. He was pushing for the title uh, that week, and he was 100 to one that week uh, to win. I had him on the betting card that week, but uh, he's a guy that I like great recent form, as you guys can see. It's been a while since he hasn't finished under or even par in a tournament. Just look at that; it's been insane. So, he's a guy that has been playing some great recent golf. He's a good staff fit, uh, top 15. He had a top 20 finish at the Puerto Rico Open as well. So he's a guy at this price point I don't mind. It is a little bit risky. Once again, there are some safer plays a little bit lower down. And, you know, let's get into some of those plays. So Adam Shank was a play that kind of did stand out to me. He is pretty much my uh, go-to guy in these type of events for some reason. 33rd finish, 35th finish, 14. You look at the Bermuda, T12. So I like him in that aspect. He is a top five staff fit as well. He's made seven straight cuts in a row. He's a guy that's simply checking all the boxes. Uh, so he's a guy that I, it's going to be tough to pass up, especially at this price point. If he was 9K, maybe we would have had to think about it. But at this price point, I do like him as a play. And then Patrick Rogers does seem like a very, very safe play at this price point. Um, course history, comp course history. Uh, 22nd finish here in 2018 and then two straight make cuts at the comp courses that we're looking at you look at the Bar barracuda as well he uh, finished top 20 there so i do like him a ton um top 10 staff fit as well he's made six straight cuts in a row it's gonna be tough to avoid those two they're probably gonna be really chalky though because they are great options going lower we're gonna go down to low tier now so jonathan vegas ultimate hit or misplay he is a top 10 staff fit this is a course that he should go out and dominate. He drives it a ton, and he scores on par fives, and he does score a lot. Now, there's not that much damage here on this course, so he shouldn't get into too much trouble, but you certainly can. Um, he had a 26th finish here last year. He had a ninth at one of the comp courses that we're looking at, but he did just miss the cut at the Barracuda Championship, so that is a little bit worrisome. He hasn't really been playing some good golf. This price point is something that should worry you as well. Then Will Gordon, just wow. He is 90-1 to 1, <laughs> right now or when the Sportsbook open. That is going to change. Okay, he's a top five staff at He's top 10 in total driving and ball striking, and now, yes, I'm looking at total driving and ball striking from recently and then all the other stats i'm looking at from last year so if you guys are seeing something a little bit different that's why but 
great in par five scoring, <laughs> great in strokes gain off the tee, top 30 in both of those. So he's a player that I really do like. If he can make some putts, he's going to go out and have a really strong tournament. Um, going down, we can go down a little bit lower. So Chris Baker has been making a ton of cuts in a row. It's a fine play. It does seem like a safe play. It's kind of sneaky because um, DraftKings doesn't really show that, and some of the stats from him aren't really showing up on the PGA Tour side, so that might be why people aren't like overly going out and getting him. Chris Baker, I do like a ton, though. Uh, going down, we got Seamus Power here. Seamus Power, other than three, I'm open. The guy's been great, and you know he only had one bad round there, so I don't mind him as a play. It's a little bit risky somewhat, but he's a top 10 staff fit, a 44th, a fifth, uh, last two years at this course, out of 35 at one of the comp courses that we're looking at. And he also had a T9 at the Barracuda Championship. So that's a play that I don't mind. Uh, a lot of decent plays down here in the low tier. It's kind of going to be the make or break point like it always is. My boy Matthew Naismith is down there as well. Chris Kirk, I don't mind. Um, not too many down here this low. Let's go into the value side. Uh, there's not going to be much that you should go with in the value tier as well. Uh, really nothing popping too much for me. I will point out one play, and that's pretty much going to be it for me just because I don't know if we have to go down this low. You can definitely do the fair and balanced approach and have yourself a pretty good week. Um, Michael here. Um, been okay recently. Four straight make cuts in a row. Um, made the cut at the Barracuda as well. Uh, top 30 staff fit. So he's kind of a guy that should make the cut. He's been total driving and ball striking the ball really well recently. I've uh, been decent at par five scoring as well. So if he goes out and makes the cut, it's not going to surprise me that much. Uh, but that's, you know, kind of it for me on the value side of it right now. You definitely can go down there. I just don't think we have to. So it's definitely an interesting week in general. But hope you guys enjoyed the video. It should be a pretty good week. Um, this is one of the weeks, like I said, 9 to 5 people goes out and kind of elevates their game here. This is one where we kind of stand out. So if you guys want to join uh, the 9 to 5 membership, link is in the description below. It is $10 a month. The information that we give you is right here. So you guys can check that out. Um, if you guys enjoyed the video, please give me a like and subscribe. I do appreciate that. Trying to get to 2,000. You know, 9 to 5 is kind of the best kept secret in PGA DFS and NFL DFS. Been dominating on NFL side the last two weeks as well. So I'm um, trying to get to 2K. Yes, it sucks because once 9 to 5 starts to grow, the plays aren't as elite because there's not as much of an edge. But help me help you guys, you know. All right. Thanks, guys.